Welcome back to the Commemorate podcast, a series dedicated to highlighting pioneers from our collective history. Some you may know, some you may not. What's important is keeping their memories alive. So, spread their stories, their achievements, and share this knowledge with your friends. In this episode, we shine a light on Margaret Hamilton. Born Margaret Elaine Heafield to Kenneth and Ruth Heafield on 17th of August 1936 in Powley, Indiana, she is the eldest of three. Hamilton was a systems analyst, computer scientist, and business owner. Among other successes, she's credited with developing the Apollo flight software for NASA and creating the term software engineering. She became director of the Software Engineering Division at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, better known as MIT. During her career, Hamilton also founded Higher Order Software and Hamilton Technologies, which were successfully involved in numerous government programs, further developing error detection, fault tolerance, and automation. Hamilton is regarded as one of the early pioneers along with Grace Hopper, who developed the COBOL software language, of programming innovation, which opened the doors to women in software development. Her areas of expertise includes systems design and software development, automated lifecycle environments, methods for maximizing software reliability and reuse, full lifecycle automation and error detection, and recovery techniques. This huge range of talent meant that Hamilton's software code was so reliable that it helped other programmers identify and fix anomalies before they became serious issues. Even more amazing, considering when Hamilton started, computer science and software engineering were not seen as independent roles, but only as part of learning on the job. After graduating, Hamilton earned a BA in mathematics. She cites the head of maths at Earlham College, Florence Long, for her lifelong interest in abstract mathematics. At this time, in 1958, she also married, later divorcing, James Hamilton in 1967, and marrying again to Dan Lickley, although she still remains known as Hamilton to this day. In 1959, she took a job at MIT in the meteorology department, working under Edward Lorenz. Lorenz established, among other things, the theoretical basis of climate predictability, computer-aided atmospheric physics, and most famously, the founder of modern chaos theory, which many refer to as the butterfly effect. Hamilton worked with Lorenz developing software for predicting the weather as part of Project MAC, funded by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. She also contributed towards Lorenz's publications on chaos theory. Hamilton departed MIT in 1961 for another project, training up Ellen Cole Fetter Giller. Giller took over the computational work for Lorenz's research, plotting the motion of particles. This work is regarded as the foundation of chaos theory. Meanwhile, Hamilton started work on the semi-automatic ground environment, or SAGE, project at MIT Lincoln. The SAGE project was an extension of Project Whirlwind, which had been created to build computer systems to predict weather systems and track their movements using simulators. MIT Whirlwind itself is generally regarded as the first real-time computer. In addition, 
Hamilton helped develop code for the world's first portable computer. Sage soon graduated to military anti-aircraft use. As part of this, Hamilton wrote software for a U.S. Air Force satellite tracking project and developed software for the prototype XD-1 as part of the U.S.'s air defense program. Hamilton commented that when you joined such projects, you were assigned a program which nobody was able to ever figure out or get to run. Despite all the challenges, she was the first person to successfully get it working. This huge achievement made her a prime candidate for lead developer on the NASA Apollo flight software. In 1963, Hamilton joined the Charles Stark Draper Laboratory at MIT, where she worked on the Apollo space mission. Despite being hired as a programmer, she was soon in charge of all command module software. This was arguably the most critical part of mission planning, as it controlled the module landing guidance systems. Her team developed the guidance systems and in-flight software. This work wasn't just about getting the astronauts there, but keeping them safe. The software had error detection and software recovery processes built into it. As part of this, Hamilton worked on the priority displays which were key to the safety systems. All of this work came to save the Apollo 11 mission from disaster. During landing, the astronauts had forgotten to turn off one of the radar switches. This triggered a number of alerts that would normally have led to an abort. However, Hamilton's priority alarm displays interrupted the astronauts' normal displays to warn them that there was an emergency by giving them a go or no-go decision. Fortunately, Hamilton later wrote of the incident in a 1971 letter entitled Computer Got Loaded. The software was smart enough to recognize that it was being asked to perform more tasks than it should. It sent out an alarm, which meant I'm going to keep only the most important tasks, the ones needed for landing. If the computer hadn't recognized this problem and taken recovery action... I doubt if Apollo 11 would have been the successful moon landing it was. Or as President Obama put it, our astronauts didn't have much time, but thankfully they had Margaret Hamilton. Further to all this, Hamilton led the team credited with developing the software for Skylab. Skylab, launched in 1973, included a workshop, solar observatory, and hundreds of life science and physical science experiments. It was the first operational space station and the forerunner to the International Space Station. This same software Hamilton developed also went on to be used in the Space Shuttle's operational design. In 2003, Hamilton was given the NASA Exceptional Space Act Award for scientific and technical contributions. The award included a cash prize of $37,200, the largest amount awarded to any individual in NASA's history. In 2016, Hamilton received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama for her work on the Apollo moon missions. Among her many other awards, in 2017, she was part of the Women of NASA Lego minifigures set and two years later was awarded the Intrepid Lifetime Achievement Award. And so, in closing, we commemorate Margaret Hamilton. Thank you for listening. 
The Commemorate Podcast. Read by Adam Roach. Written by Andy Case. Edited by Tom Austin Morgan. Follow us on Twitter at CommemoratePod1. And don't forget, five-star reviews will help keep these histories alive. Thank you.